The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 144. Saturday, November 28, 2009. So this is the Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Go there. <laughs> Our website. Or go there or be square. Episode something. Wait, hold on. <laughs> something. Episode 144. Just in time for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Thursday, African American Friday. Oh, you mean Black Friday? Yeah, that's racist. Oh. <laughs> I was looking a lot of the, you know, there's the Black Friday stuff at some of these places, the early bird stuff. Yeah. But then there's, there's, you know, then there's, you know, the, the, the deals that continue. A lot of the places are, it's Friday and Saturday. And at the same exact time, you can get the same prices on their website. Oh. So it's like, why do you, you don't even have to go out of your house. So, well, I, yeah, I don't do any of that stuff anyway. Um, uh, I think uh, December 1st, I think it was, uh, Regis is getting hip surgery. So I'm Regis. I hope he's okay. Yeah, I, I hurt my hip rooting hard for the Yankees. I, uh, I was jumping up and down and hurt my hip. Regis! Yeah, so much has happened since our last episode. Yeah, really. Where the Yankees won the World Series. Sammy Sosa turned white. Ah, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if you saw the video of of Sammy Sosa. He was at this this I don't know, some kind of party with his wife, and that's where the, you know they got all these photographs of him, you know, white. Yeah, just looking, just just looking like a zombie. I know he looks like a weird, like just like Eddie Munster, right? Very straight. It looks like he <laughs> like. Like he covered his face in baby powder or something. Yeah. It's just so weird. It's the Michael Jackson treatment. Yeah, the bleach. Yeah, the bleach. But anyway, like the pictures are scary enough. Yeah. Of this guy. But I, I, the video, I, I don't know. I just happened to watch like Inside Edition or one of those shows a couple of weeks ago. And they, they showed video of him like dancing with his wife. He just looks insane. <laughs> well, he clearly he crazy. is. Insane. He is crazy, yeah. obviously. This Bleaching guy. I mean, this guy is just ridiculous. At first, you know, he took all the steroids, and then uh, when they asked him about the steroids, he said he can't speak English, okay. so he can't answer the question. He's like, "No, no, no, speak English, no speak English." Right. And uh, so that happened. <clears throat> then he got caught. With a corked bat, which is illegal. He's the first guy to get caught in the major leagues with a cork bat in about 40 years. And he says, <laughs> and then all, all of a sudden he, he what can about, speak wait, English. Wait, wait. What about Joey slash Albert Bell? They got caught with a cork bat? Yeah. No, no, that's not what happened. No? No. I thought that was. No, 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 no. He chased a bunch of uh, teenage trick-or-treaters with a bat. <laughs> What? Outside of his house. That's what happened with the bat. Oh, man. Jeez. Yes. Yeah, that was the uh, Joey Bell incident. Albert Bell incident. He was still Joey Bell, I think, at the time. 
Oh, is that why he changed his name? Uh, yeah, that was one of the reasons. He was a nutcase. <laughs> Legal reasons. You know, you ring the guy's doorbell, uh, Halloween, trick or treat, and here he comes out with a bat. It, it, I, or maybe he was just pretending to be uh, uh, Joe Clark in the in the movie Lean on Me, starring Morgan Freeman, when he said, uh, Everybody call me Crazy Joe, now they can call me Batman. <laughs> and he came out with the bat. Yep. Anyway, um, so Sammy Sosa, the cork bat, all of a sudden he could speak English again, but he said it wasn't his bat. Then he said it was his bat, but he only uses it for practice. And the bat, the bat boy, uh, mistakenly put the bat in his, uh, in the rack of the, during the game. He didn't know he was using it. Liar. <laughs> he's oh. lying. Come on. He's obviously lying. Yeah. All, all that. And now he's, uh, he's turned white and denies it. He said it's a skin treatment. Sure it is. I've never seen I've never seen I've I've seen skin treatments where, you know, they put like a white paste on your face or the green stuff or the brown stuff. But uh I've never seen anybody turn white before. Well, I've seen there are skin products that make someone darker, not lighter. Yeah, I mean that's just like the the fake tan stuff. Yeah. So what's the opposite of, like, fake albino lotion? Well, I guess that's a question, though. I mean, are we all being racist by, you know, questioning this guy for wanting to be white when there's all these people who are white and, you know, get this, like, skin tanning and they're trying to be black? <laughs> or orange. Yeah. <laughs> orange in the case of, uh, like, Hulk Hogan. Well, I guess Hulk Hogan, he's kind of orange. Yeah, yeah, it's true. A lot of wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, Sammy Sosa. Oh, so I was talking to Joe in Kentucky. Yeah. And uh, he was actually our guest several episodes ago. Let me um, <clears throat> be accurate here. Episode 136, Joe in Kentucky. He's a fan of the show. We had him on. So I was talking to him, and he said there's a website we have to check out. It is it is right up the Paunch Stevenson Show's alley. And it is – actually, let me, uh, let me just double-check this. Yeah, if you go to peopleofwalmart.com. Have you seen this? People of Walmart? peopleofwalmart.com all one word people of walmart like the yeah, store have you heard of this no it's basically uh, I, I, I don't have a walmart near where I live or I, there isn't one where near where you live but it's basically people from all over the U.S. when they're shopping at Walmart and they see someone dressed really, really poorly or just someone just completely out of his mind or out of her mind. The person takes a picture and posts it on this website, peopleofwalmart.com. Mm. It's, it's like a collection of maniacs shopping in Walmart. Yeah. Look at these people. It just looks the like woman, a lot of fat people. With small clothes. <laughs> well, that's that's a lot of it. 
No, but then you got this guy in this crazy, like, hobo clown suit shopping. This woman with no pants on. This other woman with, like, her butt hanging out of the pants and she's 400 pounds. I don't know. There's some funny pictures on here. This guy with, like, this weird... These weird-looking camouflage sweatpants and a mullet. Basically, a lot of really severely fat people and mullets. Yeah. And some of them are really kind of gross. Oh, God. I gotta stop looking at these. <laughs> some of these are really gross. There's a white guy with this, like, tie-dye shirt with Malcolm X on the back of it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense but it's mostly people it's mostly women with their midriffs showing yeah it's not good which is actually something that was a, a an episode of curb your enthusiasm was about recently oh my ah oh man right. go to yeah no go to page seven the second yeah, picture right. down from the top. The first picture from the top is ridiculous. What was <laughs> that in this woman's head? I don't know. Do you see the second picture? Wait a minute. Oh my god. <laughs> That's her back. That is disgusting. Oh my god. It's from November 19th, 2009. Not good. But anyway, I told Joe I'd give him a plug on his his own website. Because he does like he does digital artwork and photography and retouching and things like that. So his website is digitalartetc.com. Digitalartetc.com. So a little plug for Joe in Kentucky. A little Thanksgiving plug. See, we're we're showing our thanks mm. for, for the people of Walmart.com. <laughs> Tip. Oh, they're on Twitter too. Oh god. Twitter.com slash people of Walmart. Everybody's on this stupid Twitter. I know you're on it. <laughs> Please. Seagal's on it. Yeah, Steven Seagal's on it. Coming up next month is uh, his show. Yeah, Lawman. Lawman. Yeah, yeah. Dennis wants to know uh, when it comes on, he wants to know our thoughts. Dennis yeah. in California. Well, I, I hope it's good. I hope it's entertaining. Uh, oh, it'll I be entertaining. Know. Well, I just don't know if it'll be entertaining in the way that he. We, that that he intended it to be. I don't think anything on that show could be as funny as, you know, I'm in the middle of watching the, you know, I was watching all the Hurricane Katrina stuff at the time. Yeah. And I, I guess it was like CNN and li literally this is like one thirty in the morning. I'm watching this probably on the weekend. And all of a sudden, you know, it's pitch dark where this guy, maybe it was Anderson Cooper or something. And he's standing, like, on the side of the road, and the road is, you know, it's eight feet of water. It's not even a road anymore. It's like a lake. Yeah. And this, you know, here comes this, like, 
you know, like little uh, robo pulls up and there's Steven Seagal sitting in the boat with a shotgun. What? <laughs> That's right. And the guy's like, oh, he's like, okay, we've got some uh, law enforcement people here and maybe we can get a word with them. Hey, hey. And he's like waving them over and the boat comes over and he's like, wait, wait a minute. Is that, is, is that Steven Seagal? <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm taking you to the bank. It's like, the I'm blood a, bank. Yeah, man, I, I'm a, uh, I'm a uh, undercover uh, uh, deputy uh, here. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, that was kind of weird. There was a movie that he was in that um, the entire time he's locked in a refrigerator the whole movie. What? Yeah, that was uh, Under Siege. Yeah. It was only the beginning. Oh, that was like three quarters of the movie. Oh. No. Yeah, he because. Gets out. The, no, I know, but he gets out at the end, but the whole rest of the movie, Tommy Lee Jones and. Uh, yeah. Gary Busey. Yeah, and Gary Busey are like driving the, the, eh. the ship. That was a good movie. Shut up. Yeah, well, it was good because he was locked in the refrigerator. No. <laughs> How come he couldn't get out? Because they, 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 I don't know, he was in the refrigerator. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, but so the Twitter, yeah, I don't know, I still don't understand how to, what, I don't understand how to use this Twitter. I don't understand it. You log in and you post a little status no, no, no. update. Now, here, here's or you share here's a my link question. with someone. Here's my question. Yeah. Let's say I'm following someone on Twitter. Let's say, like Steven Seagal. Which we do. <laughs> yeah. So let's say Steven Seagal posts. You know, some update there on Twitter, some tweet, and I see that. Yes. If I want to reply to, to what he said and I want him to see it, what am I supposed to do? You click the little reply arrow. Okay, and then you let's say you just type blah, 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 and that's it? You don't have to put, like, their name in there? No, well, if you click the little reply icon... um on let's say Steven Seagal's post tweet yeah. then it automatically inserts his username into the text box and then you just continue typing what you want to type uh, and then so, that gets pushed back to him yeah but it does it appear on his twitter site no it will appear in his feed that he's reading when he signs in but not to anybody else and it will appear in your feed. So yeah, I, I'm following you. So when I sign in, right. I'll see, oh, Greg posted right. at Steven Seagal or, but, or yes. at S. Seagal official. Hey, but, I'm, look, I'm watching Lawman. Right. But Dennis, who let's say is following Steven Seagal but not following me, would not see what I wrote. No. No. Would he ever be able to see it? If he goes to your... Twitter feed, your, your no, Twitter page. Whatever. All right. Ah, fine. And or if he starts following you as well. Right. All right. I think I understand it now. Yeah. You know, it's it's basically Facebook without the photo albums, without the quizzes and without the dumb Farmville games. Yeah. It's just little status updates, little links, people, you know. They call it microblogging. Mm. 
but I'm following Dennis Haskins on Twitter. Oh, why? And recently he posted a message that he's selling DVD. You know how a while ago we talked about I met Dennis Haskins and then you had looked him up and you found all these videos of him drunk in all these different bars singing. Hey, 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 what is going on here? Hey, 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 what is going on here? This is madness. Yeah, so you you looked him up and you found all these videos of him yeah. in all these different bars. Yeah, with completely. the karaoke. Yeah, and you saw him in person doing the karaoke, blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's horrible. Yes. So he's he posted a tweet recently that he's actually selling DVDs of his karaoke. His drunk uh, karaoke. God. And yet he will not come on our show. No. He would rather sell drunk homemade oh, wait, are, karaoke. Are you badgering DVD. him? Huh? Are you badgering him on Twitter? I could. Yeah. I will. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm going badger. to actually. I'm going to. Even though you should badger him, even though badgers, <laughs> badgers, we don't need no stinking badgers. No. So, yes, he would rather sell his homemade drunk karaoke DVDs than come on the Paunch Stevenson show. Oh, well. Come on. Next. (laughs) Oh, actually, Um, speaking of Dennis Haskins, mm. Mark Paul Gosseler, one of my favorites. Why? (laughs) He's actually in this Broadway musical now. (laughs) Has been? Is that the music? Uh, has been. Uh, I don't know. Is that what it's called? No, I just made that up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's actually an album by William Shatner. Uh, the Hangover. <laughs> Is that? No, 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 no. Sorry. Well, like not, no, not, yeah, they made a musical out of No, uh, The Understudy, it's called. Where he plays an understudy. He's supposed to be good. He's supposed to be funny. Whoop de do. Of course, I looked up tickets and they're like eighty bucks each. Yeah, of course. So, I figured, look, if, look, I'll buy a ticket. I'll go see him afterward. I'll get to meet him. I'll get a picture with him. Oh, uh, we've been down this road before. But so then I looked up the ticket prices. Yeah. I like him. I want a picture with him. I'm not going to pay $80. That's tough. Sorry. I'm sorry, Mark. I'm sorry. If he's listening, hey, Mark Paul Gosler, if you're listening, send us you, uh, send us a pair of free tickets. Why don't you uh, Twitter him and say, hey, give me some free tickets. Come on, let's go. I don't think he's on Twitter. No. You just said he was. No, Dennis Haskins. Oh. Mark Paul Gosler is in the understudy. Oh, fine. Broadway. It's it's a Broadway pl- off an off Broadway play, mm. but it got good reviews. So. <laughs> and speaking of Mark Paul Gosler, oh. <clears throat> um, and Dennis Haskins. Actually, I saw another tweet that he posted the other day. Not the other. Well, recently. Dennis Haskins, that the Jimmy Fallon Saved by the Bell reunion is off. What the heck? 
Nobody cares. I wanted it. Well, Tiffany Amber Thiessen did not want to yeah, do it. Yeah, she's a loser. So get out of here. We talked about when Mark Paul Gosler was on the Jimmy Fallon show, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was very funny. Yeah, I know. He still got it. He still gots it. Yeah. Mark Paul Gotzler mm. still gots it. Mario Lopez. Yeah, I like him. I don't. He's yeah, he's he seems friendly. He seems like he would come on the Paunch Stevenson show. Uh, he would be, I think he would be only too eager. Oh man. Uh Dennis Haskins. Do you hear about uh Steven Tyler? Wait, wait, did he get like lip surgery? <laughs> no, well the big thing was uh you know, he fell off the stage and broke his shoulder. Oh. And then out of the blue, he says he's uh, quitting Aerosmith. What? <laughs> and then so it was this big ruckus. And then uh, they all started, like, bad-mouthing each other. And then uh, about two days later, they're all back together again. <laughs> oh, that was pointless. Yeah, well, they're just trying to create publicity. I mean, come on. Uh, just go away, Aerosmith. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just go away. You know, these people, you know, our Hall of Lame on our website, yeah. paunchstevenson.com. So these people keep posting comments in the our. Steven Seagal. Yeah, in our Steven Seagal entry, as if they're actually talking to him. <laughs> Hi, Steven. I think you're awesome. Hello, <laughs> Mr. Seagal. I just want to say you are a great martial artist. It's not him. No. What's wrong with these idiots? I don't know. These idiots who are actually visiting our website and posting comments. Oh, well. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, so, uh, Steven Tyler. And uh, I also had an update on uh, Nicolas Cage. Hey! Hey! Hey, man. Hey. Yeah, um, What about me, man? Yeah, so, um... Am I playing I Superman, man? No. Hold on. I, I don't know if we ever mentioned this. This is just something I saw just Googling on, on Nicolas Cage. Yeah. But uh, this is this happened like two years ago. But did we ever talk about a naked person breaking into Nicolas Cage's house? No. No? <laughs> we talked about him doing a Liberace movie. No. We talked about him doing a Superman movie. And we talked anyway. about and we talked about the Wicker Man movie. Yeah, anyway. No so, naked um, guy. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> um ah, apparently uh this was like two years ago, and some guy was naked, broke into Nicolas Cage's house, and put on one of his leather jackets. I guess he you know, needed something to wear. He's naked. Hey. <laughs> and then he was confronted by the actor uh, who was home with his wife and child. And uh, let's see here. It says he asked the intruder to remove his jacket, escorted him outside, called security guard. Well, now wait a minute, though. Hey, man. Uh, you're going to get... Uh, hey, man. Uh, why don't you take off the jacket, okay? Just, just leave, okay? Just leave. Hold on. Man. 
Yeah. Now, was this a complete psychopath? <clears throat> was this a complete psychopath who just broke in and, and was just obsessed with him and he just wanted to make a big splash? Or was this guy being chased by someone's crazy ex-boyfriend and he needed a house to go into and hide? <laughs> Another uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm moment. <laughs> You gotta let me in! You gotta let me in! I told you, call the service! (laughs) Call my phone service! I'll call you! (laughs) He's like, you come in my house dressed like this in front of my wife? (laughs) Get out of here! I I do not feel comfortable giving out my home phone (laughs) number. (laughs) That was great because then he winds up in Jeff's house and he spends the night and he wakes up and the daughter is singing horribly. And he just starts screaming, "Shut up! Shut up!" You know, well, expletives. Well, yeah, he was saying something a little yeah. different than that. And, and you know, I mean, it's something really stupid that you know that he was yelling that. But for some reason, I I just couldn't stop laughing at that. <laughs> it was funny. Well, because he was kind of tossing and turning in the bed, half yeah. asleep, just screaming the f word. <laughs> And then, you know, of course, the Susie comes in. What the hell's wrong with you? Get out of here! Get out! Larry, get out! Get out! Yeah, there's and, been, there's uh, been yeah, some good happened. episodes recently. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Nicholas Cage, that happened with him. Hey, man. Um, hey. But the, the real news with him was uh, it turns out that he's completely <clears throat> broke and bankrupt. What? Yeah. He's doing all the like every six months. He comes out with a new movie. He uh, he let this guy named uh, uh, Samuel Levin. Oh, we uh, talked manage... about this. The car ripoff thing. No, no, this is something else. Oh, this guy is constant. What is wrong with Nicholas Cage? <laughs> I, People are I'm breaking getting... into his house, stealing his cars. <laughs> I'm getting ripped off, man. Hey, man, it's people you know, keep ripping me off, man got a cloud over my head man so uh, this guy uh, who's a certified public accountant was his business manager from 2001 through 2008 and apparently nicholas cage just let him handle all of his business all of his finances and and uh, basically uh, ruined him <laughs> i don't open my mail man yeah, and it's, he's got to sell his houses and his cars and everything. Wait, so he should come live with me? <laughs> you don't want him We'll there. do a reality show. Ugh. Yeah, act him and Willie Ames. Oh, no. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Willie, uh, uh, did you use my toothbrush, man? I mean, that's, that's really bad, you know. Uh, hey, Nicholas, it's hey. me, buddy. Oh. What's the number for 911? Oh, I, uh, I don't know. <clears throat> that would be terrible. <laughs> Come on, we'll put it on the internet. Uh, <laughs> the reality show. Yeah, so he's broke. Wow. And, so so um, he's, he's like one of us now. He's just like me or you now. He's, 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 I got more money than him. Yeah, so. Well, let's be realistic here. Should get him on the show. Yeah. Yeah, so that happened. Uh, what else? Um, I was going to mention this a while ago. Uh, 
they're talking about uh, possibly doing another National Lampoon's Vacation movie <laughs> with Chevy Chase. No, uh, well, uh, I don't know. He might he might be like a cameo or Randy Quaid. No, no, no. <laughs> but uh, supposedly they're they're working on the script and uh, uh, they're talking about it's probably going to star Rusty. Russ Griswold, the son of Clark Griswold. Yeah. It would it would star him. He would now be a father and taking his own family on a road trip. And nobody would watch that. No, of course not. Because that sounds horrible. It sounds like RV. Which was horrible. <laughs> it really was. Actually, he's Robin in another Williams. movie now. Robin Williams? Yeah, he keeps coming out with these horrendous comedies. Mm. He needs yes, to grow so. the beard again. <laughs> he needs to do something serious. <laughs> it's time time to bring the beard back. Maybe. So is that. Or maybe just and time then, to. You know what? Just go away. Nah. He just needs to go. Just retire. Stop I think it. he's having a. I think he's doing a new comedy special for HBO. Oh, I can't take it. <laughs> I saw the last. He did one that was maybe 2002 or something. Somewhere yeah. around there. It's just it's just the same ADD, you know, like one half of a sentence into another half of a sentence, yeah. different voices jumping. It's like, you're not telling any jokes. It's not funny. Yeah. Stop it. He should do so, another Popeye movie. Oh, come on. No, I'm just kidding. That would that would be bad. Yeah. Be bad. That would be very bad. <laughs> Oh, man. So, um, this past Monday, I, I watched the TV show How I Met Your Mother. No. Oh, it's funny. Oh you know, it has Neil Patrick Harris and Jason Siegel, Allison Hannigan. It's funny. So, I haven't what, watched... Mrs. Hannigan was on the show? But from Annie? Mrs. Hannigan! <laughs> oh, Carol Burnett, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Um... So it was on this past Monday. I, I have it on the DVR. I haven't watched it yet. But Allison Hannigan plays the character Lily. And guess who was in this this most recent episode playing her father? Lily's father. Chevy Chase? No. William Shatner? No. Chris Elliott? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> So I'm looking forward to watching that Thursday night. Chris Elliott is the greatest actor who ever lived. That's right. I have to constantly watch Chris Elliott movies. Cabin Boy is my all-time favorite brumble. Not Kingpin? No. Not, uh, uh, there's something about Mary? No, of course not. <laughs> Uh, not scary movie. <laughs> anyway, so Chris, I, I like Chris Elliott. Yeah. Wish they would come out with the, uh, you know, get a life, that get a life happen. on DVD. Come on! And all the YouTube videos are gone. I know. We talked about that website, BarryHarmson.com. <laughs> so I went to watch them the other day. They're gone. Should have saved them. I told you. No. At least when we first talked, when you first told me about it, at least I got to go to that guy's website and watch all the 
episodes again. Mm. So I did get to watch them. I want to watch them again. Come on, man. But speaking of TV shows that (laughs) I guess you'll no longer get to watch. Oh, boy. It's an update. Uh, A you-know-who update. Yes, yes. The dush. Cue the audio. Boys, I think that you have a better chance of seeing God than seeing Eliza Dishku. Yeah, uh, Dollhouse, uh, the Joss Whedon Fox show is canceled. Which network? Fox. Which one? Fox. Exactly. They cancel almost everything. Oh. Especially if it stars Eliza Dushku. Oh, every time. She cannot win. Well, supposedly it was a pretty decent show, right? Eh, I don't know. It it had its good points and its bad points. It it sounded like it had a pretty interesting premise. No, it didn't. No? Uh, The problem, here's the problem. The best episode I saw of the series was never aired on television. What? So what does that tell you? Why? Well, at the end of the first season, I don't know how many... Here's well. Here's what happened. Fox, uh, you know, Television Corporation is horrible. Yes, but they they paid Fox, you know, uh, 20th Century Fox Studios. They paid them for I don't know 13 episodes, right? Yeah. Well, what happened was they shot a pilot, which they wound up scrapping because I guess it was terrible. <laughs> okay. And they had to reshoot another pilot, so that was one of the episodes. So by the end of the season, Fox Television had already paid for 13 episodes. They didn't want to pay for any more. But the studio had 13 scripts to shoot. So they shot the 13th, which was this episode called Epitaph 1. And basically, it's it's really weird. It, it, it's, the episode takes place like several years in the future. And where, you know, the, the, the whole, like, the whole country has fallen apart. Basically, the, you know, this, this, this method of imprinting people, somehow it got done, it was done remotely. And uh, it, it wiped all the people on the planet, like, wiped all these people's brains. And, you know, uh, there was people jumping, their personnel, their, their imprints were jumping from one person to the other. It was crazy. So... This this thing only came out on DVD. Of course, I I took it from the internet. Wait, it's out on DVD already? The first season. Isn't there only one season? No, there's the second season. It's this year. Oh. I thought it just came on. Uh, Not that Last long. year. A year ago. Oh. Good God. Anyway. So, I said, you know, I was like, wow, this episode is great. This... It's like post-apocalyptic, <clears throat> you know, finally we get to see Eliza Dushku as this, like, you know, hardcore, you know, uh, uh, you know hardcore kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, Warrior? Yes. Some, you know, that kind of... Uh, like Mad Max. The, yeah, Snake Plissken kind of character, whatever. Right. But... You know, but that's not what happened. So the second season comes around, and they're right back to where they were before. Oh, you know? so, it, so it was just like a one-off. Yeah. It, 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 
I assume that's probably where they were going to go with the show in the future. I don't know. But uh, the, the, well, the problem... You're not going to know now. No. The problem is the premise... The, the, the series started off with this idiotic premise of the these dollhouses where they took people in and they wiped their brains and then they put their own other personalities in them, which is fine. But but almost all of the people who are clients to this dollhouse, it's, it's prostitution. So basically, they're all hookers. Yeah, but where are they getting the people from who they're reprogramming? I don't know. They're just people. So they'll break into my house and capture me and just... Oh, no, they, they have to sign them up. Most of these people, I, some of the people committed crimes. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Different things. You know, whatever. Yeah, so it's an interesting concept. Uh, no, it isn't. All right. So I thought that was really stupid. I didn't, I'm being nice. A, yes, but as a Dushku fan, I was not a fan of her not having like a character, like in True Calling. She was a character, or in Buffy, she was a character. She was in Buffy? Oh my god. With uh, with Luke Perry? No, not that Buffy, <laughs> the series. Uh. Not the movie. Uh, Paul Rubens was in the movie. So, I, I don't know, I wasn't, I was never really happy. I mean, the show was really well done. I mean, it was a lot of fun to watch. It's yeah. been a lot of fun to watch. But uh, I just didn't, I don't know, I just never really got into it, which is, you know, odd because I usually like most of the Joss Whedon shows. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I feel bad for her and uh, that's well, really it. So has he said what show he's working on next that's going to get canceled? Oh, Joss? Yeah. No, he's, no I, I, don't, I don't know what he's going to work on, but I don't think it would be anything to do with that. Hmm. I, I think he's lost some of his touch. Though. I, I think he's, well, he's lost some of his touch. I but, um, yeah, so that that's... Uh, you know, I, I'm not ranting as, as one might expect me to rant. Yeah. But, uh, well, I guess, you know, it's, it's Fox, it's Eliza Dushku, it's Joss Whedon. I guess it's to be expected at this point. Mm. All right. So the other day, it was Saturday, I woke up and I don't know, it was like 1030 in the morning or something. And I just happened to be flipping channels and I flipped onto channel 11 the CW. Yeah. And they had this car. They had this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon on. And I'm watching the it. The old and one? It's, wait, hold on. Okay. It's, it's the newer one, you know, like the one from the 2000s. You know, where the, the turtles have like no eyes. They're. Yeah. You know, and they're like big, like these super muscular guys. Uh-huh. And I'm looking at them I'm like, oh, okay, it's them. And then all of a sudden, the 1988 turtles show up. In the cartoon? Yes. What? Why? Well, because that's what it was. Hold on. And unfortunately, I only saw like the last 15 minutes of the stupid thing. It, it was a, it was like a, it was a made for TV movie. Oh, man. It was called uh, Turtles Forever. Wow. Did they look was, the same? Yes. Oh, that's exactly. so cool. It was made in celebration of the 25th anniversary of the Turtles franchise. And uh, basically, it was it just came out this year. It, it, actually, it's just came out, you know, last week. What, on DVD? And, 
No, I the DVD hasn't come out yet, but it was on the the CW uh, Kids or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it just came out, and I think it's airing again this weekend. But um, and basically, it's it's you know it's like a ninety minute movie, and it starts out with somehow the shredder from the two thousand and three you know, cartoon edition. He's like, he goes nuts and he wants to kill everybody. And so he has this idea where he somehow goes into another dimension and dimension X. Yes. And they want, they wind up in the 19, like 88 turtles universe. That's awesome. (laughs) You know, with like those, those old cartoony turtles, Krang, the Shredder, April. Yeah. They're all there. Good turtles. Bebop and Rocksteady. Cowabunga dudes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and they, they interact with them. And then they wind up in, in the black and white, like original Eastman and Laird a Turtles universe where everything's black and white and the turtles all look the same. And it was animated? Yes. Oh, that's so cool. And so I like, see they wind, this. Yes. So they wind up. Like, uh, the, the, the 88 turtles are these, like, goofy doofuses who keep getting, they're all, like, they keep getting scared, and they're acting all goofy. And <laughs> the, then the, you know, the, the curly maneuver. Yeah. Yeah, it was really funny. I was like, wow, this is great. But I only saw, like, 15 minutes of it. Oh, man. They'll show it again. Yeah, it was supposed to be on again. Now, I don't know if I'm going to wake up Saturday morning to watch this stupid thing. I'll set the TiVo. Yeah. Uh, but, wow. uh, yeah, I saw that. I was like, man, that's cool. Finally, someone <laughs> is doing an, a proper homage yes. to an old TV. Why can't they do this with a Transformer? They can't. Why? They can't. <laughs> they can't do it with G.I. Joe. Why? I don't know. He-Man. Uh, I don't They know. just can't. <laughs> they can't. I don't know why. Uh-huh. They just are incapable. Man. But speaking of Saturday morning cartoons, uh, episode 141, I had some comments to make about the uh, website sugaryserials.com. My, this again? No, no, no. No, I know. But just to recap very quickly, I had left some comments on the Saturday Supercast podcast, which I liked. And they got deleted. I thought, oh, they deleted them. They don't like the Punch Stevenson show. It turned out to just be an error. Um, the guy Sean from the podcast and from Branded in the 80s apologized that it was just an error. We, you know, we liked the comments and everything. So, um, so our, our listener, our friend Esteban, his website is please save me robots.blogspot.com. Yeah. Um, so he had posted a comment on, Paunch Stevenson show episode 141 saying he liked the rant. He thought it was funny. My little rant about my comments getting deleted. And I said, well, that wasn't really a rant. No, that was a very mild rant. This is a rant. Uh Oh, so in 2004, I finally broke down. Most of my friends had a mobile phone. I resisted for a long time. 2004, I finally got a mobile phone. Yeah. I went with T-Mobile. 
I got the free, whatever free Samsung phone they gave me. It was a little black and white screen, no camera, no email, no anything. It was just phone, text messaging, black and white, simple. It worked fine. I don't care. Voicemail. Whatever. So that worked for about four and a half years Mm. till about early 2008, mid 2008. Started giving me problems. I couldn't make they, calls. They were, they, they were doing away with the network. Probably. Calls would come in. I'd pick up. The people couldn't hear me. I would try to dial out. It wouldn't make a connection. I'm like, all right, it's time to upgrade. So I decided to... Uh, uh, Apple had come out with the n- new version of the iPhone, the 3G. So I'm like, all right, this looks really cool. It could do all these cool things, play MP3s, do email. Let me get that. So I went to the Apple store. I switched over to AT&T. Even though I heard some kind of iffy things about their network quality, and I'm like, eh, how bad could it be, right? It's AT&T. How bad could it be? Mm. Got the iPhone 3G, got it home. I, I just constantly played around with it, downloaded a- applications, and it's you know it was good, very slick. Do my email so. It came with the, the iPhone 3G when it first came out, summer of 2008, came with the iPhone OS 2.0 operating system. And it was good. It was snappy. It was slick. Then a while later, they, they would come out with some upgrades every once in a while, add a couple of little things or fix a couple of little things. They, they, uh, one of the, um, updates they came out with somehow fixed the battery life a lot. It improved the battery life a lot. So it was good. Then a while later, they came out with iPhone OS 3.0. So I installed that. Then the phone got a little, little bit slower, a little bit more sluggish, a little bit more, uh, choppy and, and I, I hate that I hate using a computer that is all like laggy and choppy and sluggish and now my phone is like that and then every time they keep doing an upgrade like now it's up to 3.1.2 it just keeps getting more slow and more bogged down and choppy and it's like I have to press something five times before it actually does it I'll open up the iPod program and then it'll crash. It'll crash. I'll open up the email. It'll take like 10 minutes to check my email. This thing is driving me insane. This is a piece of garbage. Apple has turned the iPhone 3G into a piece of garbage with these stupid updates. I want to kill them. I hate it. Are you sure that, uh, that, uh, you know, you're not out of memory or something like that or space. No, I have a gigabyte of memory of available. I reboot the phone every day. It's like it, it, it just can't handle this, this OS 3.0. Mm. And I know that they recently came out with the iPhone 3GS, which has a faster processor. It has more RAM. It has L2 cache. This does not have L2 cache. So it's, it's, um, more powerful hardware, the 3GS. Mm. And supposedly that runs very, very slick, very snappy, very responsive on the iPhone OS 3.0. That's great. 
But then why do you push the iPhone 3.0 to the older, weaker phones? Obviously, this thing can't run this. It, it can't handle it. I hate it's it. It's Apple. What do you expect? I hate it. And not only that. So not only do they have, do, do I have this slow, buggy, crashing phone all the time? AT&T, it's like all of the bad things you've heard about AT&T's network aren't only true. They're like a hundred times truer than mm. that. Because I'm walking around Manhattan. I'm in Brooklyn. I'm in Jersey City. It's like, you know, phone calls are fine. I don't care about the phone call. The, I have no problem with the phone calls. But trying to check my email, trying to go onto Google Maps and get directions, trying to open up a website, it's like half the time uh, it, it just doesn't get a data signal. It doesn't get – It's it, it just can't get data. Why am I paying $90 a month when half the time this thing is useless? Well, uh, you know, I think what happened there was that so many iPhones were bought. And because it's exclusive to AT&T, it's probably just overloaded their network. I know. That's what they keep saying. But – so See, fix the, it. The, uh, it's not that easy. It's not that easy. I mean, you're talking about – I know. About but wait. Hold on a minute. Hold on. If I'm AT&T and I make an exclusive deal with Apple to sell this very, very popular, very trendy gadget, and I know, okay, you know what? A million people are lining up to buy this thing. We only have three t three cell towers in the area. You know what? Let's go ahead and sell it anyway. Well, What kind you know, of shady again, thing is that to do? Well, I mean... They tricked... They kept showing commercials. AT&T, the world's biggest 3G network. AT&T, the world's fastest 3G network. Meanwhile, they knew the whole time they wouldn't be able to handle the load. And yet they sold the product anyway. That's a scam. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I, I hate said, this. I, I, want out. I want out of this con. I have a two-year contract. I want out. Yeah. I still have eight months to go. If I cancel my contract, I have to pay the early termination fee. Yeah. Because I'm breaking the contract. Well, guess what? AT&T broke the contract because they're telling me every time they show a commercial, the world's fastest 3G network. Well, guess what? It's not. When I signed up, you told me you had the fastest, best 3G network. You broke that contract. You're not giving me 3G service. You're not giving me a data connection. You broke your end of the deal. Why can't I break my end of the deal? Uh, it's like, uh, I just... It's like I, well, you, I, I I'm in Manhattan. How do you know that the uh, you know Verizon is any better with uh, one of their touchscreen uh, things? I don't care about the touchscreen. It's oh, just a, when, you know whether it's a BlackBerry, an iPhone, a Sidekick. Yeah. I don't care when I open up a web page to get information, or when I open up the Google Maps program to get directions. I want it to load without me having to sit there for twenty minutes. Oh, uh, just one more minute, guys. I, I think well, it's loading. Uh, uh, the, uh, could not connect to server. Uh, oh. Is this a commonplace uh, problem with everyone else? Yes. Yes. Oh. It's a common problem with people in cities. 
New York City, San Francisco. Yeah, well, as I was saying, it's difficult to get signals in New York City because there's buildings that block the signals. Yeah, there's but that's nine not million other things. I know, but that that's that, that's not what it is. It's what you said before. It's just overload. AT and T can't handle the capacity. They're over capacity. Well, I have AT and T on my phone, so but fix it's just it. A phone. It's just a phone. That's all it should be is just a phone. I know, but look, if we went into business together and we started selling a product and we said it could do this and it could do that and it could do this and it could do that and 50 million people bought no it problems. and they got it home and they're like, wait We have no problems because we would get the ghost of Billy Mays <laughs> and he would sell it. I know, but then when people got the thing home and they find out, wait a minute. Half of the time, it can't do any of these things. What are uh, they talking well, about? There would be 50 million very angry people at us. They're very uh, angry at us. Read the fine print. We'd stick it in there. Yeah, I guess. I'm just so sick of... Oh, God. Billy Mays here. <laughs> <laughs> the Apple iPhone. I know. Oh, man. So it's like, okay, so in eight months when my contract is up, do I upgrade to a 3GS and get a phone that actually functions properly? Or do I just say, AT&T, you know what? I'm out of here. Maybe. I think I'm going to have to say I'm out of here. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a droid. <laughs> actually, by then... C-3PO, human cyborg relations. Yeah, well, by then there'll probably be something even newer and better anyway, so... All right, so the other day, I am, I don't know what channel I had on, but they were playing this old, old movie uh, from 1976. And the only reason I started watching it was because it was some kind of like, it was this like comedy uh, uh, football movie. And I started watching it because the, the team in the movie is supposed to be an NFL team called the California Adams. Yeah. And the uniforms were like exactly the same as the Adams College uniforms in Revenge of the Nerds. What did that look like? You know, like white and red, you know, the Adams with oh, that the yeah. A in the middle and the So uh, I was like, "Oh, this is interesting. I wonder why that is." So it turns out the movie is called Gus. And uh it 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 uh it's basically about a mule. It's about a horrible football team that is owned by Ed Asner. Yeah. And they can't win any games and he's he's got no money and and he makes a bet with this banker guy that if he wins the Super Bowl with the team, he gets to keep the team. <clears throat> so the team is terrible and they go looking for a halftime show thing and they wound up getting this Yugoslavian guy who has a mule who can kick a soccer ball 100 yards. Well, except he didn't sound like a Yugoslav, and he was like, Hello, I am from Yugoslavia. Hello. <laughs> what is that? I don't There was no, he didn't even bother with an accent. No, you, you have to talk like I this. A Yugoslavian. Like a Yugoslavia. I know everything. Yeah. You, 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 you an idiot. idiot. You stupid idiot. You genius. <laughs> So this, all right. So they they wound up getting this horse. They teach teach him how to kick a, a football, 
And uh, so rather than trying to score any touchdowns, they just keep kicking 80-yard field goals with this stupid mule. That's legal? <laughs> Apparently. You could have an, an animal as a player? The Disney movie. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. So anyway. So, it wasn't a documentary? No. So then it, it also starred Dick Buckus. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, then in the middle of the, you know, the movie, the, the banker guy gets all mad. So he, he doesn't want to lose. So he gets Dick Van Patten, of all people, uh. to hire these two crooks to keep trying to steal the mule. And the crooks are played by Tom Bosley and uh, uh, Tim Conway. <laughs> Richie. Hey, hey, we're going to steal this mule. <laughs> Richie, I need your help down at the hardware store. <laughs> I need you to steal that mule. It is a mule. A mule <laughs> that you must steal. Ooh. Goodbye so, uh, and Schlitzweitz. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so, uh, oh, God. Yeah, he don't, started on that don't, guy. don't, don't. But guess who was the football coach in the movie? Burt Reynolds. No, it was me, Don Knotts. Ah, wow. I was a football coach in that movie. Wow. Yeah, Don Knotts. It's hilarious. Hey, um, I heard the other day that Oprah Winfrey is making her own cable channel. Yes, who cares? Is you know who going to be on it? Dr. Phil, I don't think so. <laughs> she should be beaten. <laughs> For bringing him into the spotlight. <laughs> oh, come on. He's hilarious. He's horrible, though. Where would we? Where would this show be without Dr. Phil? Come on. Eh, that's true. I guess if you look at it that way. Yes. I heard he's going to put out a new album soon. <laughs> oh, boy. Right? We'll see. The dueling Dr. Phil's new we album. We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> Maybe I can sing on the album too, Andy. <laughs> this little uh, robo pulls up, and there's Steven Seagal sitting in the boat with a shotgun. Almost all of the people who are clients to this dollhouse, it's, it's prostitution. So basically, they're all hookers.